Better and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from fitness.com, and welcome to The Fitness Show. So today, I have a special guest on with me once more. It's my beautiful daughter, Ginger. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. <laughs> She's as fabulous as she sounds. Nice to speak to you all again. Very nice. So um, I think it was episode 98 where we reviewed a McCall's article from 1958, and it was 129 ways to find a husband. And believe it or not, it worked, and I am now married. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so happy and so proud. You know what? I always hoped when I had you that you would be married before you turned 18, so I All five. of your dreams are coming true. I hope I get a grandchild, or at least five of them by the time yes. you're 20. That's what every mother hopes for. Yes, of course. Never, never. Don't do that. Okay, so um, so anyways, we did that, and I thought you were very funny. I thought the whole article was hilarious, right? Yeah, that was a good, helpful, realistic article. <laughs> and so just to rehash for anyone who foolishly did not listen to that episode. Idiots. Some of the <laughs> awesome advice was simple things like a great way to catch a husband is to go set up an easel out in front of the architecture building. Pretty sure it was engineering. Okay, engineering. And yeah. then the other one... We don't one... want to tell them the wrong advice, Mom. <laughs> right. We don't want to and screw them up. My favorite was to go to a busy restaurant and then cry in the corner. Yeah, that was <laughs> a good one. That is certainly a way to That's actually husband. how I got my husband. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how most men are scooping out potential yeah. wives. They're just looking around like... Like, oh my god, that woman crying in the corner, let me wipe her up immediately. <laughs> immediately. She looks helpless. Helpless is very helpless. sexy. Helpless, yeah. Well, I we don't know what's sexy and we're going to learn today. That's right, that's right. So today, I well, today we're going to talk about an article I found recently and it's a modern article published in 2020 and it's 40 ways to be sexier. Yeah, let's see, what's it called? Um, 40 tips for how to be sexy. So I saw this article the other day and then I thought... Well, I want to talk to my people, you know, my 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 fitness audience. So I went on Facebook and I did a poll. What do you find sexy? Now, normal people, these are normal people, I, the qualities they find sexy in a person. Also, before you start, I would like to bring up how hilarious it is that the first person you were like, I want to talk to someone about sexiness is your daughter. Right. <laughs> really normal, healthy... <laughs> choice you've made here. I think we do have a healthy relationship. Yeah, this is something obviously that every mother and daughter do. Right. Talk about how to be more sexy. Well, I have to provide you with all of the opportunities yeah. in life, so I need you to be extra sexy. Thank you. It's my, my I, obligation. When I say I got it from my mama, I really, really mean it because she had to talk with me. Not the sex talk, the sexy talk. Thank you. I imagine most other parents are going to be steering their children towards Not. this podcast oh. to listen to my advice. I thought you were going to say most parents steer their kids towards not being sexy, right. but None. we take the opposite approach in right. the Kohler Mansion. Well, I think some of these things are really interesting. It's more that I want your spin. I want your feedback, my Ginger. feedback. Yeah, because I'm, I'm the real sexy beast here. Yeah, thank you. So this is some of the feedback I got from my people okay. on Facebook. Real human beings said things like, what the qualities they find sexy is a kind heart, happy and true smile, bah. friendliness, uh, sparkly blue eyes. You've got that. I Well, you've got sparkly blue eyes. I just have blue eyes. So mm, lacking in the sexiness. Um, confidence, compassion. I saw that a lot. Confidence and compassion Charisma, kindness, attentiveness, humbleness, sense of humor, attitude. I'm not sure what that means, but we've all got Whoa. one of those, right? Personality. It's pretty generic. People tend to so have basically those. basically everybody's sexy. Oh, I can name a few people that don't. That have no personality, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, eye contact. 
and smiling. So apparently, <laughs> mom, you're so very sexy right we're now. Being very sexy with each other <laughs> and um, competence. And I, I, I'm going to tell you that I am highly competent in a variety of places. So I am declaring... very competent in the um, how to find a husband department. Yeah, but... <laughs> congratulations again. <laughs> okay, so and this works whether you're a hetero person. Whether you're gay, whether you have uh, affections towards all sorts of genders, oh, sexiness yeah. is not a, a singular type thing. You can be sexy to a variety Period. of people. Yeah, so we're not um, just trying to be sexy for a man. You could be sexy for a woman. Everyone, or, everyone, everyone can be sexy if you listen to our specific tips. Thank you. That's right. It's all about us. So, again, this tips, these tips, I, I revealed the... Ways to get a husband. Piper. The <laughs> oh, we've got our dog drinking water in the back. That Piper. is rude. A, rude. Not a sexy rude. Sound. Okay, so this one's from a website called Stylecaster, an article 40 tips for how to be sexy. So very clear and concise. So I'm gonna start with number one. And this is uh, you have to listen. Everyone needs to know that there are three tips in this article that I am not going to share with my daughter. So once we are done having this conversation and goes away, I will come back and I will share these. What if I just hyper listen? Naughty tips. No, no, no. You can't listen. I can't listen to the podcast. No, because we can't do this. I will be sent to jail if I tell you these things or if we go, discuss them. I'm going to look up the article. No, you're not. Okay. So anyways, you have to wait till you're 18 to read the next three That's tips. That's not that far Shh. away. Okay. So first of all, first tip. Always make eye contact. Always. We are practicing this right now. Right? I will say that it's working. Mom, you're looking very sexy today. Thank you, Ginger. I also think you're quite sexy. Um, and it says, <laughs> always make eye contact and not just with your partner. Look oh. everyone you're interacting with squarely in the eye. Oh, it won't only boot. Oh, this is poorly written. Okay, looking everyone you're interacting with squarely in the eye won't only will boost your own confidence. Oh, jeez. But it'll get people to see you as confident and in control, which usually translates to sexy. Usually. And so in their we, defense, they are sex experts, not sex grammar experts. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. Right, we're going to give them a pass on that. And mind you, I have my book coming out. It's almost 100,000 words, and we proof, 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 edit, 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 but... If there's one grammatical flaw, please forgive me. Okay, number two, focus on dynamic att attractiveness. So what would you say dynamic attractiveness is? I, you know, I don't know. Okay. What would, it, what would that be? Sure, physical beauty is a key component in innate sexual appeal. But dynamic attractiveness involves the expression of your emotions and our underlying personality. It can critically boost your personal charisma. So um, things smiling, employing an upbeat attitude, having expressive eyes are all associated with sex appeal. So dynamic attractiveness. Yeah, I'm learning something new every day. I, I don't even understand that for sure. Me neither. Um, number three, you've got a brain, use it. <laughs> Jeez, that's harsh, but okay, I'll try. Yeah, you've got the AP classes and stuff. Now, yeah, again, I'm not trying to get you to be sexy. This is just, yeah, so if you read books, you um, provide challenging conversation on new topics, just watching a documentary about something you never knew can make you sexier. Even if they don't know, they'll just sense it. Right, sensing that. Okay, number four, humor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> humor counts and I count how much does it count one three yeah, five we know that razor sharp wit isn't something that can be learned and we're not all able to be truly funny at all the time but not taking yourself or the world around you too seriously is a key component in being sexy so I can agree I think funniness is very sexy when I was a teenager the guys well after I decided I wasn't going to marry Michael Jackson or Prince or Billy Idol. Those are old rockers you may not recognize. I but okay, So I wanted to marry them all. But then I moved on to the funny men. And I wanted to marry Jerry Seinfeld. And then it was Dave Letterman. Now, Dave Letterman got a lot less funny in his older years. But when I was about 18, I was hot for comedians. What do you think? Are you down with com 
funny guy? Yeah, I think I think a lot of times well, I heard some other girls talking about this and I very much agree that guys will sometimes look at all these girls in relationships with guys that are maybe not that fit or not this or that or that attractive physically and be like, oh, do I even need to, you know, why would I even bother um, trying in the physical department when all these guys that aren't that good looking are getting girls? And the reason these guys are getting so many girls is because they're funny and they've got yeah. a great personality. So physical attraction and being the most muscly guy in the room is not necessarily going to get you all the girls, I think, in a lot of situations. Right. I agree. I agree. I don't want a big boring hot guy I mean Thor Chris Hemsworth you know I could deal I could deal if he wasn't funny <laughs> no I know but if he if he wasn't funny that would get yeah. old even if, though he's so beautiful. if you're lacking in the physical department definitely I mean work on that but like That's right. you can go for humor and get just as many people don't worry about it yeah there's somebody for everybody exactly all right this is number five and this is important are you listening yeah get your hair blown out whoa okay well, I feel like that doesn't apply to everybody. But well, uh, especially me. Remember when I didn't have hair? Yeah. And what if I couldn't get it blown it's out? It's a lot of really good-looking men and women with short hair or are well, people with curly well, hair. Well, they're going to have to figure it they're, out. Yeah. You guys are going to – I don't care if you like it natural. It's good. You're getting mm-hmm. a blowout. Get your hair blown out. <laughs> this is one I can, I can directly guide you for, Ginger, and I don't feel bad about it as your mom. Mm-hmm. Number six. Expose your wrists. Wrists? No, not because they're attractive, but because the glands in your wrists emit pheromones, which can trigger feelings of attraction in others. Oh, I'm going to have to get my man sniffing on my wrist. That's right. So you know how I tell you in the, the morning, like, you can't wear that to school. That's inappropriate. I am going to give you full permission to expose your wrists whenever, whenever that- you want. So you're giving me permission to be the sexiest girl right. in school. Right. Don't be surprised in the county. if the principal comes over and is like, hey, girl, cover those wrists oh, up. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> so I feel that way. Um, number seven, take up yoga. Oh. A study in the Journal of Sexual Medicine <laughs> found that women who regularly did yoga <laughs> actually felt sexier. Why? Researchers say it could be because yoga encourages a stronger mind-body connection. So, all right. You see, I don't even have any comments on yoga, but the fact that there is a journal of sexual medicine is... We should be looking into that next episode. I guess so. (laughs) I guess that's the next on our list. All right. Eight. Test out some sexy lingerie. Oh. Lingerie. But don't you do that. (laughs) But we can agree that people think... uh, Pretty undies are nice, right? This a little Victoria's Secret. A little bit. But sometimes I say, Ginger, cover up your bra strap, right? Oh, I'm... That's why I tell you, don't show your bras (laughs) because it's too sexy. The sexy lingerie out at the mall. Lingerie. Is inappropriate. (laughs) Lingerie. All right, number nine. Don't assume showing more is sexier. Booyah, right there. Booyah. I heard some really good advice. Mm Mm-hmm. About, because I'm someone who I am not afraid to show off my body a little bit, wear tighter clothes, shorter clothes, and I think that's okay. And I think everyone should feel good, whether you're a big or a small body. But one thing I heard as to not be too, um, like, a lot of people are called out for being slutty or this or that because right. of what they wear. Not nice. One thing to kind of limit that is to show one thing at a time. So if you're going to wear a short crop top with maybe some cleavage, put on some pants that cover your legs. Or if you're going to show your stomach, put on, you know, have only one thing showing. If you're going to have short shorts that show your booty a little bit, do that, but wear a longer, you know, a top that covers a little bit more so people are only getting a little glimpse. It's not like everything's hanging out. Yeah. You just have a little bit hanging. <laughs> a little bit. A yeah. tasteful hang. Yeah, that's a, that's good advice. If you're showing cleavage, your dress shouldn't be too short and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously everyone makes their own rules, but... Yeah. Yes. You and, do you, but that's just how I think of it. Yeah, and I prefer less uh, private spots be shown, so... One at a time, please. One at a time. One at a time. Number nine, don't... Ass- oh, I already did that one. Ten, unfollow people who make you insecure... 
whether it's the one fashion blogger who only posts bikini shots, a specific celebrity, or Victoria's Secret Instagram, stop following people whose social media photos make you feel less than, even for a second. Social media is supposed to be fun, not make you feel less sexy. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I just, in general, unfollow people who I who make me cranky at all. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, number 11. Oh, we're skipping number 11. That's one I'll come back to later when oh. Ginger's not here. Okay. Number 12. Find a good tailor. Tailor? When clothes are too boxy, too long, or generally ill-fitting, it looks like you're trying to cover up your body, which intrinsically translates to general unsexiness. Yeah, I clothes that don't fit you right. If you're wearing them too small, things look like they're hanging out where they shouldn't be. If you're wearing them too big, you look bigger than you actually are. So just wear stuff that fits. That's right. Don't be dumpy frumpy. Tailor, yeah. Even without a tailor, you can just purchase yeah. things that are appropriate for your body. You know, it's interesting. When I was a teenager, I was super overweight. Not super overweight, but I carried an extra 30, 40 pounds, and I felt yeah. bad, and I was insecure. And I should have been wearing, like, a size medium but I would go buy size extra large. And I was swimming in these clothes, and it's interesting. My sister was super mean, always telling me, you're fat, and you suck at soccer. So that obviously made me feel super insecure. But then she would come and tell me, stop wearing those big clothes. You look stupid. And I kept saying, well, you're telling me I'm fat. I got to cover it up. It was just not good. So, Also, there's definitely a difference between intention and intent there. So like, if, for instance, you're covering up because you feel insecure, I'd say just just wear clothes that fit you. You're going to feel a lot better about yourself. But if you're trying to, I know sometimes oversized t-shirts are in or whatever, go for that. But don't go for it because you're ashamed of yourself because no one should be ashamed of their body. Right. But we talk about that sometimes. Sometimes you pull, you buy something with your friends at a thrift store and I'm like, Ginger, that's too frumpy and yeah, dumpy. But definitely if you're confident about what you're wearing and you you're wearing it because you think it looks good on you or it's a style trend. That's de- totally different from totally wearing different. stuff okay. that doesn't fit. Too big because, if you you're know. trying to be stylish is better than too big if you're trying to cover up. Exactly. All right. Got that? No. All right. Number 13. <laughs> Invest in chick specs. Need reading glasses? No shame in that. Chic, I- mom. Chic, not chick specs. Chic. Chic. <laughs> okay. Chic. All right. Like I'm learning things. I like to say chick. Anyway, um... I do think people can look super sexy in eyeglasses. Yeah. Especially in the right pair. I think Harry Potter glasses are super sexy. Oh, <laughs> Harry. Harry Potter. No, I, I definitely agree. Some people are like, eh. they used to be, there used to be an old phrase that said, men don't wear make passes at girls who wear glasses. Have you ever heard that? No, but I, I, I'm aware of the stereotype. Yeah, but I disagree. I think glasses can be super high fashion and slick and, and dare I say, sexy. Yeah, and I wouldn't... Also, there's some very basic frames, and I don't look at the men and women who wear those and think much of it, but when I have a friend that kind of goes out of the box and tries something that I don't see very often, like, I really like the clear glasses now. Yeah. I think that looks pretty cool, or a bigger frame, or one that's smaller than usual, just with some fashionable intent to it. Even if people aren't really up to date on current fashions, they'll be like, whoa, they're confident, they're making their own choices, and I think that comes off really well. Yeah, and as you're saying that, I also think it's important when not to go with trends. Not every trend looks great on you, and when I was a kid, I tried every one of them, and I'm sure I look stupid at least 50% of my days, but um, some will work for you, some won't. Don't hop on every trend. Definitely, and especially for something like glasses that change. Yeah, you only get new glasses like a year every few years. Yeah. If you're me, at least. I love your glasses. (laughs) Yeah, I like pretty in them. All right, number 14. Stop plucking your eyebrows. Full brows are associated with youth, while super thin eyebrows can give your face a harsh appearance. As we age, our eyebrows gradually thin, but quitting the tweezers and using makeup to fill them in can work wonders and completely change your face for the better. I got to tell you, yesterday, um, so my eyes, eyebrows are still coming back from chemo. They're not all the way there. But yesterday, I put on some eyebrow pencil, but not enough. And I just look like a cone head because I had no dimension to my face. They were too blonde. I needed to make them a little darker. So I agree that um, you shouldn't over-tweeze your eyebrows. Um, I agree. I mean, over-tweeze over anything isn't good. 
But I don't, I think that's very specific to the person. Like Mm -hmm. for me, definitely doing my eyebrows a little more as someone with thinner blonde eyebrows that are very close to the shade of my skin. Yeah, fill them in. But if you're someone, maybe you got a unibrow, got some hair, you don't want it. Perhaps, yeah. I mean, if you want to, then pluck it up a little bit. It just depends on how thick or thin your eyebrows are and make them, because they definitely frame your face very well. They do. And if you have nice eyebrows, that means a lot. Especially men. Men, you should be plucking that unibrow hair. At least, unless you, if you don't want to. Grooming. Grooming. Yeah. Or go to a professional and let a professional manicure. Eyebrows can be very sexy. I hope everyone takes note of that. Yes. Eyebrow. Hasek, color. Okay. Slow down. That's number 16. (laughs) Slowing down your movements (laughs) and your speech. By around ten percent, can make you sexier now. Do you think I'm sexier now? I say think, yes. Are you sure. Okay. Any, anything in slow motion. I mean, Baywatch will show you. Right. Sex to the sea. <laughs> For example, instead of rushing down the hallway, slow down and accentuate your movements. Another example: when you're making a point, don't wave your arms around quickly and erratically, or ever feel like you have to get every word out of your mouth as quickly as possible. I do that. I'm trying to think. Yeah, we have to work on that. Especially, (laughs) you know what I would think is sexy? Someone who didn't use the word like. Yeah, definitely. Every other word. Someone who's very articulate. Yes. So slowing down, I feel like what they mean by that is just taking the time to know what you're going to say and sound nice about it. And slowing down can obviously help with that. Okay, number 17, we're skipping. Okay, number 18, use touch. A killer way to get a person's attention in a sexy way, touch them very subtly on the arm or the back when you're saying hello or goodbye. When you agree with something they've said or if they've said something funny. So little, little arm touch. I agree about the back. Yeah. I think, you know, I've got some guy friends that'll hug me and then when I'm, Getting out of the hug, they're still like holding on a little on my back. And I, I feel like that's pretty smooth. That's pretty smooth. All right, number 19, wear heels. One of the quickest ways to feel sexier, slip on a pair of heels. Not only do they give you an empowering boost, but the right heels can make your clothes hang better. And especially if they're the color of your skin, can have a leg lengthening effect. Um, I think heels are a great idea for confidence, but also... I understand as a taller girl that sometimes if you're going out, if I mean if you're a hetero taller woman, that sometimes <laughs> if you're going on a date with a guy and you're like me and you like to feel a little next to a guy, sometimes it doesn't. It makes you not feel as great about yourself. So mm. understand like if you're maybe on the taller side and you like to feel small, wear some kitten heels. But also if you're just going out with your girlfriends or whatever... Throw on those stripper heels. I oh, mean, nice. come on. So, so you had a girl on your cheerleading team last year, and she was six feet tall, and she oh. showed up to a couple events in spiked heels, and I thought she was gorgeous. She and so good. you came home, and you you said, she is so beautiful, and I love that she's so tall, and she still wears super tall heels. So, yeah. you know, whatever it may be, but I don't think tall girls should not feel like they I should wear heels. I think as not. long as you own them and you stand up straight, because that's another thing. Sometimes people that are taller feel like, and I don't want you to feel like you need to be a small person. You're a person. You should stand up as tall as you are. But it's interesting to see someone really tall slouching to try and, you know, fit their mold or whatever. And then that sounds sexy. So confidence is always sexy. Definitely. And I'm not saying don't wear heels if you're taller. Just for you. Even for men, go ahead, wear heels. But um, I'm saying I relate to people who feel that way. And my advice would be to throw on some kitten heels. Yeah. Good idea. And to me, my sexy shoes that I think are super sexy, it doesn't matter if my daughter agrees or not. My cowboy cowboy boots, I think, are super sexy, and I love them. They make me feel powerful, and then I always um, hope I have the opportunity to kick someone while wearing them. So that's hot. Got something to throw in. Converse are not sexy. Thank you so much. Not sexy. Sydney, I'm calling you out oh my on the gosh. podcast. I can call her out. I can I do know. that. She's your best friend. <laughs> so we, we, we have some friends who think it's very cute to wear sneakers with fancy dresses. dresses, and we, we are opposed to that. We the women, canceled. Yeah, we, canceled, we canceled. say no. No, of course, do your own thing, but we think, why not just 
be glamorous for the moment. And right? I also, I feel like evidence backs this up in this scenario because I said, Sydney, 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 you can't wear Converse. You're coming to my house getting ready and I'm going to throw you in a pair of my heels. She put on those heels oh my gosh. and she felt like a million bucks and she'll say that. And she still yeah. goes back and wears the Converse. But I say, Sydney, do you remember that night? And you yeah. told me you felt better about yourself. So... I really, Evidence proves yeah, Converse that, are not the move. That was a spring dance, and she wore both your dress and your shoes, and I've never seen her look better, and she's gorgeous. All right, number 20, challenge yourself. Whether it's at work or even something as small as taking an advanced fitness class instead of a beginner one, succeeding will give you an air of confidence, which will travel with you, making you much sexier. I agree. I agree. Okay, 21, don't only wear sweats to bed. Now, okay. you are not sleeping with that new husband you picked up while crying in the corner. But anyways, yeah, I think if you have a romantic partner and you... Oh, oh yeah. I thought I was saying wear sweats in public No, also. no, no. To bed. To bed. Don't... <laughs> no. no <if laughs> wear you... sweats to bed yeah. and in public. Yeah. Just not sweats. So, yeah. um, comfy clothes are amazing, but there's nothing better than chilling out in sweats. However, if you notice that you're... you're Sex life is either lackluster or non-existent. Swap out the sweats once in a while for something that makes you feel sexy. Okay, we're moving on from that. <laughs> Number 22, let your natural scent do the work. Oh my God. Yeah, especially after your workouts, that natural scent. I don't think anyone's going to like that natural scent. But you know what? At least men are proven to like. I'll give you guys the tips. All the right. sexy tips from a sexy gal. Okay. Men have been proven to be more attracted to food scents. Yes. I think number one is pumpkin spice, also yeah. vanilla, yeah. those types of things. So if you go to Bath and Body Works and get those types of things, if you're attracted to men, so anything food related, I personally prefer sweets, but I'm sure things like yeah. fruit will do it. Uh, flowers, not so much. That's Don't right. get flower scents, and, not and, the move. And definitely not a lot of flower scents, because yeah. I know a lot of women like to wear that, but, um, and maybe guys want to too, but any, that's, overwhelming smell is too much you, mm -hmm. you really can't be overwhelmed yeah. by someone who smells like a cinnamon coffee cake you know that's just like mm, but but yeah if you're wearing the floral stuff keep it down but definitely that's not a favorite for the guys also tips for my straight men or gay women or whatever else all right you people. are we're just people, gonna generically the peeps say people. that like women if you're trying to attract a gal gals have been proven to be more attracted to scents like gasoline. Huh? I know. So, huh. I, you know what? I and actually, dirt, dirt. That sounds like me. I love dirt. I like gasoline. I think huh. I, like I actually this like um, matches when you when you um, blow out a match. Yeah. I wonder if they have some burnt matches. So I'd say um, hmm. a lot of the I I like men's soaps. I think those tend to do a pretty good job of it. But women hate hate hate. A bunch of Axe body spray. You smell like a middle schooler. Don't do it. Okay. That's it's bad. Okay. If a man has too much cologne on or too much of anything, so right. bad. I know sometimes I'll get in the car with, I've got a boyfriend. Maybe he's not my okay, husband. Ginger has but a boyfriend. The, my fake husband is my real life boyfriend. And sometimes he works a lot. So I'll get in the car and he sprays a little bit of his stuff. And then he like sprays it all over the place and not Aww. just a little bit and he'll spray it on me as a joke or whatever. But I, oh, it's so overwhelming. I poke him in the eye and tell him to stop. But So in general, go easy on whatever go you're, easy go on easy it. on Yeah. And when he only sprays a little bit, it's great. But. All right. So here's another one. This is a very strategic move. Number 23, use sexy people to your advantage rather than compare yourself to them. Instead of comparing yourself to others who you think are sexy, take cues from them instead. For example, stop bemoaning the fact that you're not as tall, thin, or busty as a Victoria's Secret model and start using things you know make them sexy to your advantage. This might mean taking an extra 30 minutes in the morning to create the same bombshell waves in your hair, getting a light spray tan, or rocking a push-up bra on date night. Yeah, I think that's sure. pretty good advice, but two things I have to add on to that. All right. Belittling other people because you think they're better looking than you immediately tells everyone you think they're better looking. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, her body's this or his body's that or there, if you call someone 
I've heard if you call someone like a slut or something oh, of that well, nature, that's yeah. that, it's awful. Don't do it. Yeah, but, but that immediately points out that you think they're better than you in some physical regard. That's sure, what it says to people. Sure. And also, what it's dating profiles. This is I don't have a dating profile. Yes, but if I were you guys, I would not be putting the best looking person I know next to me oh in a boy. dating profile pic. <laughs> Just. <laughs> So then don't. people get excited about that person and yeah. then find out it's you and yeah. like, oh, the other you one. You don't want anyone to be disappointed. Right. So, so don't go for that. Only you and maybe a cute pet. I think that might win hearts. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's yeah. the move. Use sexy people to your advantage as role models. Right. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go. Well, I'm not making any sexy dating profile. But if I did, I probably wouldn't stand next to... D- uh, don't stand next to, like, Angelina Jolie. Right. I would not. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but I would use sexy people to my advantage. Yeah, it's a good to have role models and uh, cattiness, not sexy, cattiness, as you no, said. So exactly. it's okay if we all win. And and it's okay if there's women that are far prettier than I am and they exist and that's reality. So Hype them up. it's okay that to look at like them and nice. say, wow, she's beautiful and um, and then I'm really good at this too. Yeah, cattiness, not sexy. Exactly. You and I should make our own list of sexy versus yeah. not sexy. And that would be the first strange uh, mother-daughter, mother-daughter sexy list. Okay, number 24. <laughs> try new things. Whether it's taking a dance class, trying a new restaurant in a new neighborhood, or booking a last-minute weekend getaway, trying new things can absolutely make you feel sexier. This is a repeat tip. I guess, yeah. Uh, n- number 25. Nick's panty lines. Speaking of underwear, panty lines are never, ever sexy. Everyone should invest in nude, seamless underwear or a good thong. Trust us on this one. So Stylecaster feels very strongly that panty lines are a no-go. And I don't prefer panty lines. I agree. Especially, you see some people wearing leggings and their butt is in two or like in four pieces because it's so squished up so you know what's so cute so cute when you were little obviously and you're little but you you wore your big you know monday tuesday wednesday briefs underwear yeah underneath tight leggings and stuff and i wasn't gonna be like ginger put on a thong because you were a little kid but it was very funny to always see your big undies underneath yeah i didn't need to be sexy at age seven you didn't it was super cute though but I wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't wear um, full undies and leggings. That would be Yeah, it. and you don't, if you don't like thongs, that's totally fine. There's seamless underwear that that's go pretty right. well with it. And if someone sees like a little line, it's not the biggest deal. It's right. a bigger deal when it's something that's too small on you especially or yeah. has like a crease and it's squishing up your butt in an unflattering <laughs> way. Thank you for that visual. Yeah. Okay, this isn't the one I agree with most. Number 26, be kind. I think it's super sexy when people are nice. (laughs) No, I agree. Uh Uh-huh. We don't even have to go there anymore. But it does say, nothing will knock your innate sex appeal down faster than being rude to people. I agree. So don't be a jerk. Um, And that's basic a rule for society. If everyone would just be kind, then that would cure about 98% of the crap that's going on in the world. Especially going out of your way to maybe be kind to people you wouldn't already. There's this one guy at my school that I'm pretty sure every girl at this school has had a crush on. And he doesn't belittle people at all. He's always just kind to everyone. It doesn't matter if you're the girl that doesn't talk in class or you're the most outrageous guy. He's just yeah. friends with everyone, makes an effort to say hi, learn your name. And I think that goes a really long way. Yeah, there's a quote. I'm going to get it wrong probably. But it was something about, you know, people will not forget the things you will not remember the things you did they will remember the way you made them feel and, yeah you know I'm, my personal intention is to get people to live better and longer but also to feel really good about themselves so 27 get a manicure and pedicure much like getting your hair blown out it's often the small indulgences that make us look and feel our best yeah and plus fingernails and toenails can get kind of funky so mm-hmm. yeah a basic Either just a clean manicured toe or polish, I think, gives you a boost. Yeah, I think also men, I'm not saying go out and get your nails done necessarily if, you know, that's not your thing. Or women in general. Everyone should be clipping their nails, not making sure they're even. doesn't matter if they're short, long, whatever. Make sure your nails are even, no jagged edges, and then cleaning them out. 
Because if you get enough gunk under your nails, number one, that's gross to look at, but it also smells bad. Mm-hmm. And nobody likes that. I don't care if you're the most macho, yeah. masculine guy. You need to be trimming your nails, filing them. Invest in a little kit. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Basic maintenance shows you care. Mm-hmm. All right. Number 28. Woo! It's got my name all over it, baby. Get a spray tan. Likewise, having a healthy glow not only makes most people feel sexier, but it also has a slimming effect. Um, I don't agree with this yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Ginger doesn't like spray tan. I, I get spray tans, I and think, I like them. I think there's a really classy way to do a spray tan, and I'm not against it. Go. Yeah, you don't want to do the Jersey Shore thing. I don't know if you yeah. even know who those people were, but they came out, and they were orange all the I time. Yeah, yeah, and you need to be really careful if you're getting a spray tan that it's not patchy because I know a lot of girls at my school that get clowned on for their spray tan being a little this or that, especially if you're doing an at-home oh, spray yeah. tan. It's hard. Anything patchy. If you know what shavs are, the British girls that get clowned on a lot that for that. Is. You should look that up. All right, not chef. cute. Chav right. check. No, yeah, don't be a chav. I, I'm, as you know, very Irish and translucent. Mm-hmm. So I like a little color, but um, yeah, I like the spray tan. But my kids are always like, you don't need a spray tan. And I say, <laughs> thank you for the feedback. Moving on. <laughs> All right, number 29, travel in a pack. Anyone who's watched How I Met Your Mother knows that Barney Stinson often references the cheerleader effect when average-looking women appear more attractive as a group. Turns out he may be onto something. People do come off as more attractive when they're part of a clique than they do alone. Well, that screws me over because I am almost always alone. Yeah, no I'm, friends. No this friends. Woman. I just roll like a lone loser. Super loser. So cheerleader effect. I don't know if that's true. I, mm. I, I think it probably plays into the having friends and being nice and stuff. That I mean, like having a lot of people around you associates you with being nice enough to have friends. Perhaps. So, I think that so do you think it. people think I'm a loner jerk because I'm always alone? Probably. Mm. <laughs> oh, well. That's what I think. There I go off to pluck my eyebrows and douse myself with floral <laughs> perfume. Okay, number 30. Hone your talents. Lots and lots of rock stars, writers, actors, and artists aren't traditionally attractive. But there's a reason why they seem so damn sexy. Talent. There's something primally attractive about someone with strong skills. So take that. Take time to develop whatever it is you're gifted in. I totally agree with this. I love seeing people that are good at something or other. It doesn't matter what, whether they're good at, you know, fixing cars or singing songs or making food or doing math. I, I think having a passion and a skill is very sexy. I think having a passion skill is great and sexy, but also don't force that upon the other person in the sense that you talk about it all the time and don't give them, you know, a chance to say something or comment or whatever. Like if you, you know, play video games, I don't want to keep, maybe you could tell me a little bit about it and stuff of that nature, but please don't make that all that you talk about all the time. But if you say, I'm going to go in this tournament right now and do that, that's awesome. Super great. But that's, talk about normal things. Don't show off. Even if you're the best in the world. I don't care if you're an Olympian. I don't want to hear about swim practice all the time. Right. And here's the other thing is have some talents right now. So I used to date a guy who's very nice. And we dated in his late 20s. But he always talked about his high school baseball career. And it was 10 years later and I thought, okay, but what are you doing now? You know, so it's okay to reminisce, but have something you're passionate about and doing today, living in the past. Like I rarely talk about my kickboxing days. That would be super annoying if I was always like, remember when I was kickboxing and fighting and stuff? Yeah. It's just, you got to be able to, you got to be doing something today. I think that's sexy. Okay. 31, invest in yourself. This doesn't necessarily mean spending a lot of money on material items like an it bag. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> but um, but rather, the clown. <laughs> yeah. Investing effort into the things you know for a fact make you look and feel sexy. Whether it's something small like some bras and underwear, something transformative like keratin treatments, or something brainy like signing up for a class. Okay. Invest in yourself. I agree. Number thir- tw- 32. This is where you and I are going to shine, Ginger. Are you ready? Duh. Be assertive. High five. 
I raised you with some sexiness. <laughs> if you want something that you believe you deserve, if you know you're correct, or if your date suggests going somewhere you don't want to, speak up. Being assertive is different than merely being pushy and happens to be a sexy and admirable quality. Wishy-washy can get old real fast. Amen to that, right? Yeah, I think one thing, this is a very specific occasion but happens all the time. And if someone asks you, where do you want to go? If they are the first person to ask, you should be the one to pick and respond. You should be like, I don't know, wherever you want to go. That is not cool. That's not sexy. If you pick, that's sexy. Now, you could be the one to ask it next time, but I don't, the whole back and forth, I don't know, what do you want? What do you want? Not cute. Nobody right. wants that. Right. So I'd say how that rule works, because I don't want to say like, man, man always picks where to go or this or that, because I don't think that's how our culture works, and I don't think that works for everyone, but or especially if you're the person that asks someone on a date, yeah, you pick where to go that's just how it's gonna work and that's how it should work and so if I were gonna ask you on a date I would say hey ginger are you free Friday night there's a concert I'd like to go to would you like to come with me is that a good way to invite you out yes and it takes all the pressure off the other person nice all right number 33 play up your best features when it comes to our looks we all have certain attributes we like better than others so why not make them the first thing people see when they look at you got lips to rival Angelina Jolie Play them up with gloss. Love straight. Love your striking blue eyes. Make them pop with mascara, liner, and strong brows. So we've mentioned blue eyes twice here. I gotta say that I totally am crazy over big brown eyes. Me too. Yeah. So I don't want to leave out the brown eyed people because there's far more of them than there are of us. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, one feature. Play up your best feature. One feature that's really cool to play up if you have hair that is curly. Ah, curly hair. It's really fun. Number one. If you have curly hair, don't be brushing it out. Don't. That doesn't look cute. You need to get some oh curly hair. boy. You've got very strong opinions I, I do. curly hair. I do. Well, if you're going to brush it out or whatever, straighten it. Make it purposeful. But don't look like you have curly hair and you forgot that you have curly hair and you brushed it out and now it's a frizz ball. Right. Put some natural hair products in. Take some time. I don't have curly hair, so I can't relate. I know it takes a lot of effort and right. it's a lot extra. But go that extra mile because it's beautiful. And I think if you really take care of that hair, people are like, oh my God, I wish yeah. I looked like that. Yeah, yeah it can be That's, amazing. Natural hair is totally underplayed a lot of times, especially Agreed. in, you know, different communities. I agree. Or I want to say the black community. I didn't, it's okay. You, know. you can. You have a lot of friends yeah. that are, are going through that. You're surrounded yeah. by a bunch of girls of different colors and Definitely. they all have different issues with their hair. Yeah, I know some white girls with curly hair and a lot of different races and stuff, but I remember especially my black friends growing up. We the school I went to was predominantly white, but we had a lot of I'd a say lot of good, variety. We had a lot yeah. of variety, but you know, a lot of the kids, a lot of the black girls that have naturally curly hair were they were trying to brush through their hair and it was all fuzzy and they didn't know how to do it. And just now in high school I'm seeing a lot of these girls learn how to do their hair. And it's gorgeous. And yeah. I know there's not enough media on how to do it, but take the time, look it up. It's incredible. Yeah. And you know what? I'll, I'll say, you know, you get someone like Beyonce who does a lot of great things uh, physically. She's a very beautiful woman. But I don't know if I've ever seen Beyonce with her natural curly hair. She always has this straightened blonde hair or whatever. Yeah. I definitely think the natural curly look can be absolutely beautiful. But and if you it's want- underrepresented. Yeah. And if you want to go for the weave or the braids or whatever, own it. Just go for it. Don't try to, you know, hide it or this or that. Like, go full on. Go full force. It looks great. Just get it done nice. Take that time. Because it makes the difference. It really does. Okay, 34. After saying all of this and all of this breath, we've talked about our appearance. 34. But don't be obsessed with your appearance. Put as much effort into your appearance as you want before you go out. But when you're around people, focus your energy on making solid conversations instead of running into the bathroom to brush your hair Reapply lipstick. So here's interesting. When I was, um, before I got my fitness under control, my weight under control, all I used to think about were stupid things like my hips and my waist and what looked and what fit. And I spent so much energy on the stuff I hated about myself and covering it up. My mind was occupied. But when I finally started, well, I started using exact formula for weight loss. But once I got to a place where I felt good about myself, 
I never thought about my body at all. And in fact, I don't. I leave the house. I don't think twice about my hips, my butt, my stomach area, my boobs. I just never think about it. So one of the really rewarding things about taking good care of your body and getting it to wherever you want to be is you can forget about it because you just, it becomes a non-issue for you. So, you know, that's a health thing, but going out and wasting your time focused on your hips rather than the company you're with is just unfortunate because life, there's a lot of quality of life for people of all sizes. Definitely. And I guess a different perspective of not looking at your looks. I was um, a different kind of look, but I'm very, I love my hair. I take a lot of good care of it. I remember I was going out with this guy. It wasn't a date, but I really liked him. And I had curled my hair that morning. I put a lot of effort into it, but we get into his car and he's like, do you want to put the windows down? I said, sure. He's like, really? I've never had a girl that doesn't mind getting her hair blown around. I was like, I don't care. Are you kidding me? He's like, that's so cool of you. So don't put, don't care if your lipstick gets smudged. It's okay. If your hair get messed up, don't make a big fuss out of it. Throw that's it in right. a pony and move on with your life. Don't obsess over it because they'll sense that you're uncomfortable or this or that. And it's not going to make you look confident. That's right. And, and, um, you know, not focus on the moment. I always, it makes me so sad at the beach when people can't just let it go and enjoy the ocean and the sunshine and the sand. It's, yeah. you know, by the time you get to the beach, this is not the time to obsess about your body. You, you deserve, everyone deserves a lovely day at the ocean. It doesn't matter what size you are, just forget about it. And then when you're smiling and having fun, you're, you're damn sexy, right, Ginger? Period. Okay. 35. Uh, we're not going to do that one. Okay. 36. Never wear things that you can't walk, eat, breathe, or talk in. Yeah, I've been there. I've worn something so stupid tight, spandex, that I didn't want to eat because then I would look like I had a sandwich baby or whatever. So yeah, don't, don't wear things you can't eat, breathe, walk, talk in. All right. 37. Huge. I think modern. This is, this would not have been on the McCall's list. Put your phone away. The yes. act of obsessively checking your phone every two minutes could add a bona fide deal breaker when it comes to sex appeal. There's nothing ruder than trying to have a conversation with a person who's constantly staring at their screens. Wouldn't you be put off if someone were paying more attention to their phone than you? Can you imagine going on a date with someone and then you're sitting at a restaurant and they're looking at their phone? Horrible. Not fun. Horrible. I'd say the only time it's appropriate is if you're showing them something sure. or you know you can check text every now and then your mom called your sister texted you can text back but don't make it constant only if you need to right and then only be on your phone if you also plan on sharing that with the other person that's a good suggestion and the other thing is don't pretend like every message that comes in needs to be responded to exactly. now wait until the date's over you know if, if i went on a date with someone and they sat on their phone all the time i'd, I'd say Check, please, and I'd pay and I'd leave. That's outrageous. Okay, 38. Ask the right questions. On a date or any time you're with another human, it's a good bet that asking questions will always ensure flowing conversation. However, if you start grilling someone on politics, religion, or exes, or how much cash they pull in, you're going to look nosy and abrasive. So, yes, I guess that is just show interest in the other person. Yeah. One thing I'd also suggest for that, if you maybe have trouble thinking of stuff on the spot, a lot of people have social medias nowadays. I'd say most people. So if you scroll through their Instagram, see that they're on a swim team, say, hey, I really like swimming. Are you into that? Or That's this right. or that? Or, or I see that you've done, I see that you've traveled. Tell me about that. So there's a way. It's not, you're probably not going on a blind date. You probably have some context, at least the name about a person. So if you look them up real Do quick. Do a little research. Yeah, don't be a stalker, but you can okay. You can get a little, are they into fashion? Are they into this? And then bring that up. I think right. that's a fair thing to do. I like that. You're going to be a good dater, Ginger. <sighs> I am. A very sexy, very sexy <laughs> very person. Very sexy. Um, 39, don't be a snooze fest. This might sound harsh, but we know you're not boring. But if people ask you questions and you give one-word answers, roll your eyes, or seem generically or generally disinterested, you're not doing yourself any favors. Huh, I totally think any supermodel could be super super unsexy if they're um, disengaged. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Okay, number 40. My favorite. Screw all these rules. 
Loving yourself for who you are and being comfortable in your own skin is the sexiest thing in the world. Be yourself and your sexiness will shine through. So do we just delete the podcast now? If none of that matters? So sorry I've wasted your time. I feel cheated. I think all of you should leave a horrible review. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Demand your money back. (laughs) Yeah. Um, no. Um, I think there are definitely some good tips in there, but I agree that not all of them are for everyone or applicable to every situation. Of course. Of course. But going back to our, uh, episode 98 podcast where we did 129 ways to catch a husband. That worked. That was 100%. Right. Thank goodness. This is like, (laughs) but if you haven't listened to that one, you gotta go back because. Oh yeah. Can you imagine living in a generation where I, where I was guiding you, you know, Ginger, you're 17, you're you're going to be an old maid if you don't get married next year, so I need you to go hang out on a golf course and cry or maybe fall down and drop your books in front of a group of men so one of them will save you. Yeah, you know, I wish we lived in that <laughs> generation. Well, maybe too. not because I'm ahead of the game now. Right. I'm ahead of the game because I got wifed up immediately. That's after right, after, was, after that It article. was like 10 minutes tops after I heard that article. Woo-hoo-hoo. And he swooped me up and we're engaged. Rescued we're, you. Yeah. yeah married so for 10 years now. So happy for Have you. a little family. All right. Well, <laughs> now talking about how to be sexy on a scale of 1 to 10, how, well, talking about it with your mom, how appalling was it? You know... I will say that our family and such have very um, open relationships. Yeah. And I'm someone, at least, who will talk about anything with anyone. So I thought it was fine. I thought it was funsies. We've talked about weirder. We have. We have. (laughs) And I love your opinion on it. I love your feedback because you're you're in it right now. You're in the thick of of humans especially well a specific (laughs) age group of people who are trying to accomplish things romantically or personally you know trying to feel and look a certain way and there's all this uh what's the word super fun yeah but there's all that there's a lot of pressure in the instagram yeah i don't know there's so there's a fitness person i guess we're going to call her a fitness model she's in my industry i'm not going to call out her name but her thing is that Ooh, all, drama. Yeah, no, but she all she does is take pictures of her butt, and so people you look to her like, oh, she's this fitness goddess, and she has a beautiful body and a beautiful butt, but she doesn't know jack about helping others become fit, you know. And so it's interesting to be in my field where. Um, you know, I actually have a big brain and all this scientific data to share in an entertaining and informative, compelling way. But yet she's got millions of followers just because she takes pictures of her butt. And so perhaps those people aren't necessarily seeking out the how-to information. But it's interesting to be categorized with a person and to, to we'll, we'll sit next to each other in the same person of, you know, quote unquote, fitness authorities But I've got all the big degrees, and I've changed lives with information and education, and she just takes pictures of her butt. And again, she's beautiful, but, you know, my industry is certainly clouded by sexiness, I guess. I guess maybe I'm not super sexy, and that's okay. I'm really super smart. Well, we're about to be the sexiest ladies in town. Um, (laughs) But yeah, sexy is a thing. But I think you, I think your confidence and you do take good care of your health and you know what you want and you have good skills. And I think anybody who is anybody will think that you're sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. I'm so Woo! sexy. Um, <laughs> but I think that note of social media was probably a good thing to bring up on the sexy scale and all of that stuff might be a totally different subject or episode or whatever but my view from a teenage girl if I'm to share it is posting sexy pics on social media obviously for her it's a totally different situation I assume you guys listening probably aren't internet influencers right your social media is probably going to attract a lot of people at least if you're in a young generation people slide in the dms say hey I'd like to take you on a date or hey you look really pretty or this or that and I think that's I think that's well not if it's a creepy guy and totally a creepy person but if they're a genuine person and I think how you portray yourself on social media is a big influence of if they're going to be someone who just wants to hook up with you or if they're going to be someone who says 
oh, this girl looks really pretty and she's got a lot of interest or guy or this or that. And um, I think everyone should probably invest a little time making sure that their social media, you can have a little sexy and that's okay, especially if you're just going for the hookups. Go for it. That's no. your personal choice. But um, if you're really looking to attract someone nice who would really care about you, I would totally invest some time into maybe toning down the booty pics a little bit and putting some of stuff of you having fun with friends. Being classy. Stuff. Being classy, you know, throw some of your passions up there on your story, but also, you know, don't overdo it. Look up some internet etiquette. That's right. Especially men. Put an actual photo of you on there. But, um, sorry, just my little I love side it. note. I love it. Well, sex, you're not. You're smart. You're brilliant. You're athletic. You're assertive. You know where you're going. Yes. Um, but I do think there's been a lot of change in what's considered sexy or attractive in the past 60 years. Definitely, definitely. All right, friends. So I'm going to kick Ginger out. And first of all, thank you, Ginger, for being part of this podcast. Okay. And then I'm going to go to the three topics I could not say with you next to me without getting reported to the police. I love you. Bye. 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 Get out of here. And don't listen through your bedroom door. Don't listen. <laughs> Isn't she a doll? Okay. All right. So we've got these three other things. And she better not be listening. Okay. It's how to be sexy. Besides, take uh, show your wrist. Do, do, do. All right. Number 11. Touch yourself. I couldn't say that in front of my daughter, but it says, yeah, we're going there. People who masturbate know exactly what they like when they're intimate with someone else, which only increases their sex appeal. So go ahead and do that. Why not? Um, number 17, initiate sex more. Again, you understand why I wouldn't tell this to my daughter, which I expect will not be doing that for a long time. Um, this one is sexy in the literal sense. Even if you're not tremendously assertive, initiate sex more often with your partner. This is hot in, in and of itself, but it'll also imply to your partner that you truly enjoy sex, which is one of the biggest turn-ons. Okay, and then the last one. Yeah, I definitely think having sex is sexy. That would, that would pair up nicely, right? All right. Do, 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 do. Oh, last but not least. Okay, this is number 35. And I know you guys have been hanging on for dear life waiting for this. Turn on the lights. Sure, it can be sexy and natural to have sex in the dark. But try keeping the lights on once in a while. Not only will this feel more spontaneous, but it'll allow both of you to really see each other, which can be super hot. Not loving the harsh glow of your bedroom lamp? Light a bunch of candles or... Buy a dimmer. I guess that's a good idea. Yeah, and you know what? If you're at the point where you're actually having sex with someone, you don't need to turn off the lights and hide because here, they want to have sex with you. They like the way you look. They like the way you feel. They like you. So yeah, turn on the damn lights and have a good time. All right, friends. So that was a fun ride with my almost adult age daughter. And uh, yeah, I think trimming your eyebrows and getting a spray tan and being assertive are, you know, good tips for anyone, sexy or not. But uh, I would love to hear your feedback. Feel free to comment on this podcast. Go to Fitness on Facebook. Let me know what you think. Thanks to everyone who answered my poll. I agree with you that the most sexy thing in the world is confidence, a smile, some uh, humility, and um, some charisma. Those are things that you know, are enticing to me. But yeah, if you um, touch someone on the arm, that could be sexy too. But anyway, thanks guys. If you haven't done so already, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and keep an eye out for my new book, My Noisy Cancer Comeback. It will be released for pre-sale sometime in September and then um, go out to the masses in October and I cannot wait. Love you all. Get to work. Bye team. Hi, this is Rudy Novotny, the voice of America's Marathons. We all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives, so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner. Wouldn't it be wonderful to give the opportunity to children of today? Well, you can. The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children a chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. 
It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, morning milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The Morning Mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting MorningMile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's MorningMile.com. Long may you run.